I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Time to rise and grind. Are you kidding me? Holy on smoke! And let's get this banter going. It's bacon! This is Snowman in the Morning. Does anybody else feel like a fried egg? And it begins now. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. I think I just broke my chair. He did what? Has anybody ever told you you have a serious impulse control problem? There is but one cause for me to follow. Almighty the bomb! And here we go. Oh, yeah! The kick in, here it comes. Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! The celebration is on! The Washington Nationals are the world champions! You blonde and blank, stand and black, stolen and blinking and blank, what are you trying to do? Of all that low, dirty... Johnson is three-point territory, but guarded tightly. Johnson cuts left, now fires a three, and it's good! And he's fouled! It comes, and he is fouled! Do you believe it? He did what? <sighs> this is going to be a weird opening day. Good morning. Welcome to the Thursday edition of Snowman in the Morning. Coming to you live from uh, North Carolina. And my co-host Cole Johnson riding shotgun with me. How are you, my friend? Doing good. Doing good. Can't complain at all. Well, yeah, no complaints here. We're powered by Sports Carolina Monthly. We're powered also by Full Press Coverage and the SDM Sports Network. That's where you can hear us. You can also hear us uh, via TuneIn. And I will welcome uh, Super Bowl champion uh, Lee Woodall. Played uh, eight years in the NFL. Had a Super Bowl title with the 49ers. He will kick off our two. But... To get through hour one, we want y'all to visit StatementGames.com. Why Statement Games? Because there's a special contest going on where there are 10 statements and you have to predict the over-under win total for each team. Get all 10 correctly. Not only do you win the virtual coins, but you get an extra 500 bucks as well. All right, let's get started. Today is Thursday. It's opening day. And I got to tell you something. I watched a couple of highlights with no fans in the stands, and it is weird. It's it looks weird. strange to see. It looks strange to see cardboard boxes in stands, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, who who thought of that? Whose idea was it to do that? I mean, I don't get it. I just don't. I, I just don't get it. Who, who the hell thought of that? <laughs> I can't remember if it was the A's or the Royals that decided to do it first. But yeah, when they when I saw that they were going to do that, I was thinking to myself, okay. So when this gets televised. 
I guess it's going to look good because you, you have the stands look like it's full. However, we will know that there is next to nobody in the stands because you'll be hearing just about everything that's going on in the ballpark. So what's the point? I mean, if you're going to, I mean, I say let the fans in, but make them wear masks. If you, if they got to wear masks, they got to wear masks. So what? You got to get this pandemic under control one way or another. And, and this is, and this is just yet another reason why I really believe that the motivation is totally wrong. Mm-hmm. If this is an issue and you have to resort to making your stands look full, but you, but everybody and your mama knows it's not by putting cardboard people in the image of the season ticket holder in said seats. Yep. Then when you actually put it on pause and say, you know what, in lieu of making money or in lieu of putting this event on, let's do it when it is much more conducive and much safer to do it. Yes. But I, but I guess, <laughs> I guess unfortunately, when it comes to sports, people thinking seems to not be at the forefront. <laughs> it, it's, it's like you it's can't like make you, this you, up, <laughs> folks. You can't no. make this up. <laughs> no, you can't. It's like if you play it, if you if you play it, if you watch it, if you prepare the athletes for it if you if you pay the salaries of the players who play whatever sport it is it must just be in the cosmos that you must lack no brain matter whatsoever it's like thought <laughs> thoughts have to leave your body that's what i'm seeing here it, it's like it's like you need to get something out of the kitchen and you get there and you totally forget why you get it, why you went in there in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's how it yeah. feels. Mm-hmm. Just mildly struggling at every single juncture and turn. Oh yeah. my gosh! That's exactly what it feels like. The comedy of errors, and let's just go ahead and say it. Would I love to have sports back? Absolutely. Am I oh, happy to a point to see some sports back? Yes. Okay. The pure sports fan of me is excited to see some exhibition games, but there's so many things missing. There are so many things that are out of sorts. There are so many things that yeah. are wrong. Gosh, yes. I mean, how, I mean, how do you explain and it's visibly this? Visibly wrong. Yes. Yeah, and it's visibly that. It's like, okay, if you have to basically paper your stands, that right there should tell you, okay, well, maybe we need to not do this any longer. Or maybe we need to delay this for, I don't know how long, but at least delay it because this isn't the right time to do it. (sighs) it. It just is not. But the insistence on wanting to have life get back to normal is so pervasive that these leagues really don't care. It's like, okay, they really well, don't. Yeah. Well, let, let's, let's try to get back to normal. Let's see if we can make some sort of money. We won't do it. We won't make it from the stands. We'll, we'll, we'll just do it. We'll just make it from the advertising money. 
and we'll just go from there. And and the fact that they're horrible. willing to go through with this scares mm-hmm. me. The fact that they are yeah. very willingly ready to go through with this absolutely frightens me. I don't know what to make of this. You. <laughs> well, uh, well, well, we've already seen <laughs> with the examples of NFL and NBA, they definitely don't. And Macy Baseball, that's, that's, you know, that's a, that's a league in flux too. I mean, because they just had a ruling in Canada. Uh, you ain't playing any games here. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. So in Major League Baseball, they're tasting that type of eye too. And, <laughs> and the J- the Blue Jays, bless their hearts, they're going to play in Pittsburgh? They're going I, to play their home games at PNC Park. So they don't even get the benefit of, of a, yeah, of of being a true home. home game. They don't even get the benefit yeah. of the Sky Dome. I can't call it Rogers Center, and I know Rod's going to laugh at me when I say that, but I know it's the Rogers Center, but they don't even get the benefit of the Sky Dome. That's wrong to me. That's wrong. If everybody else is playing in their home ballpark, fans or no fans, why can't the Blue Jays have the same thing? Why can't they play in the Sky Dome? And they're right, right there. They're right there. Competitive disadvantage, right there. Yet the band plays on. Hey, <sighs> to borrow words from uh, the Temptations and Ball of Confusion. I mean, yeah. it's just. The band play. The band plays on. I still. This just is not right. It's no. not right. No. No. And you and I grew up where. Well, now it's late March, but we grew up. It would be normally the first Monday or first Tuesday in April where. Yes. We would get giddy and excited for opening day, right? Absolutely. It, it would be. Yeah, it would be you know, we're 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 giddy about the NBA rounding third and coming home and they'll be in the playoffs for later that month. And yep. The the NFL would be preparing for the draft later, you know, in in April too, by the time MLB starts opening day. And the NHL and will be the, rounding third for home too. And they start their the playoffs. Cup playoffs too. Yep. Right. So, you know, it's an exciting time. So when I think opening day, I think about all those other aspects of it too, because it's like, wow, all the other sports that I like are either getting to their most exciting parts of the season or one of the most pivotal. Because yeah. football, to me, the draft is very pivotal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it so, is. So, you know, yeah. So here it is. This is supposed to be opening day 2020 <laughs> for <laughs> it's baseball. And I don't get any of those feelings. uh, Nor do I. Nor do I. I mean, you know the team that I feel the most for? The Nationals. Why? They They don't get to properly celebrate their national championship. They don't. They don't. I feel so bad for the Nats and the Nats fans Mm -hmm. who won the World Series in Houston last October. And I'll never forget mm-hmm. Dave Martinez's words. We stayed in the fight. We won the fight. And they can't celebrate it properly. 
correct on both correct on all counts. They don't get to celebrate mm-hmm. it properly. Yeah. Man, we're yeah. just we're look, just getting st- go ahead. I was gonna say look, I'm an Astros fan, so you know, it hurts the yeah. core, <laughs> but you know something? I had to tip my cap to them. Yep. I had to tip my cap to Astros, and it's unfortunate that they can't celebrate it. They should. They should they should celebrate. They absolutely should. We're just getting started here on Snowman of the Morning, talking all things Major League Baseball. He's Cole Johnson. I'm the Snowman. Lee Woodall will kick off Hour 2. We're going to pause for a break. More thoughts on uh, Major League Baseball. You're listening to Snowman of the Morning on Sports Carolina Monthly, FPC Radio, and the SDM Sports Network, distributed by Snowman Digital Media. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-598-1698. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-598-1698. That's 800-598-1698. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've accidentally cut your daughter's bangs unevenly. Do you A, line things up a centimeter from her hairline, Oh man, oh man, oh man. No, 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 no. Sweatbands are so hot right now. Everyone's wearing them. Like that basketball player and that other basketball player. B, get spiritual. Mom, where did all the mirrors go? A reflection could never capture our true selves. Huh? Beauty is within. Um. C, look on the bright side. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or D, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have to. Ta da! Twinsies! I kind of love it. (laughs) As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information, contact You Gotta Believe at yougottabelieve.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Today's program is presented in part by Monkey Knife Fight. What the heck is Monkey Knife Fight, you ask? Well, it's a daily fantasy service with different games to win you money. If you're new to MKF, when you register, use the promo code SNOWMAN, that's me, to receive a 100% deposit bonus on up to 50 bucks at MKF and start playing daily games today. You know I'm already there. I'm winning cash and taking names, so I'll be sharing my favorite picks throughout the course of the show. Again, to get 50 bucks free, just sign up at monkeyknifefight.com, use the promo code SNOWMAN, that's me, when you make your first deposit. And oh, by the way, tell them Snowman sent you. This is Snowman in the Morning. Where true sports talk lives. He did what? I did not need to be told that. We're rolling right along here on this edition of a Snowman in the Morning. Snowman here, Cole Johnson there, talking all things Major League Baseball and the weirdness within and you said something before we went to break. I get no jolly feelings about opening day 2020 for Major League Baseball. None. 
I get nothing. Uh, the the the. Uh, I miss going to baseball games. And you know what's gonna hurt? And this is this is gonna sound weird. I go to baseball games to do two things. Watch the game, eat some food. <laughs> no concessions available. You know, out of all the sports that just seems to not translate well on TV. <laughs> Baseball, in a different way, seems to be the worst that does translate on TV. Because, yeah, you know, I mean, you've gotten a, you've developed a love for the sport, same as I, and mm-hmm. we can appreciate watching it on TV. Yes, but it's like when you, you just you just honed in on it. One of the greatest aspects about a baseball game is just being in the ballpark itself. Yeah, and oh, it's yeah. just opposed to hockey. You know, it's just opposed to hockey. Being a rink is cool, and I've seen hockey games, and it is—it's a cool experience, no question about that. But I can—I can appreciate that on TV. Football, same. Love the atmosphere. Seen, seen games. You know, seen NFL games. You've seen NFL games live. Yep. Being, you know, being at home watching TV, I get a good feeling, and it's a similar type of feeling at home too. Yes. Basketball. You've been in NBA games. I've been in NBA games. Mm-hmm. Seeing it is just as good, if not better, on TV. Yep. Just, just to be completely honest. With baseball, it's, it's a very difficult way to explain having someone who hasn't been to the ballpark watch it on TV and say, why you watch the game? And it's hard to explain to them that part of the reason why you're watching the game is that you can actually smell the popcorn. Yep. You can actually smell the hot dog. Yes. You can or, actually smell the grass. Or the specialty foods that they're, or the specialty foods. You can, you see them warming up, the, right. uh, getting the field ready, dragging the field. Um, mm-hmm. The sprinklers come on, wetting, wetting the field. The the guys taught, doing yeah. long toss back and forth. My dad and my granddad got me into baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my father got me into baseball. And those are the things you miss. And you, you, you miss the grounds crew carefully putting the chuck down the left and right field lines yes. and, and putting the bases on the base pass. It's, it's just, it's a different experience live and it's not quite the same watching on TV for baseball more than any other sport. And the fact that unlike, definitely unlike football where there's going to be partial capacity at those games mm-hmm. and the, and maybe the NBA with the bubble, and maybe the NHL later on when they start and reconvene next month. <sighs> Having nobody at the stadium, I mean, nobody in the ballparks, that just isn't baseball to me. No. It's not. It's. I've been to a World Series game, 2005. I've seen Scott Putsednik's walk off in person and the crowd goes crazy. What if the moment like that happens and there's nobody in the stands? What if a oh, moment man. like that like like that happens? 
Okay? I mean, I love you, Brad Lynch, mm. but mm-hmm. let's have some let's have some fun here. Why'd you lay a fat fastball to Scott Pitsednik when it's two and one? <laughs> I have another one. I have another question for him. Same same year. Why didn't you learn your lesson when you did the same thing to Alva Pujols in the series prior? <laughs> Let's make it a triple play. Why'd you do the same thing to Jermaine Nye in game four when he roped a single up the middle to bring home the only run of the game? Oh, man. I mean, <sighs> I could call him Bradley's forever but i'm not going to (laughs) (laughs) the funny thing that i ever dealt with with him was the plane ride to st louis from houston after that game happened yes when you know when the cardinals were down there last strike but pools was like i don't think so (laughs) so they fly back to st louis and and uh brad osmus the then catcher Mm mm-hmm now, former at the current time, maybe current now, manager. Uh, he got onto the PA announce. He got the PA announce system on the plane, and he actually said, "Quote: Now, if you look over to your left, you'll probably see this wonderful white image that's floating in the air. Yeah, that's the home <laughs> run that Albert Pujols just deposited." Beyond the Crawford boxes, it's still in orbit. <laughs> Close quote. That's the funniest thing. That's the funniest thing of anything Bradley's related that I I will ever have. So <laughs> I will always I will always laugh whenever I hear the name Bradley's because I always think about that story. <laughs> it, 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 it you've seen Bradley's motion. He falls off the mound. To his left, mm-hmm. you think yeah. he was falling off? You think he was falling off every time he gave up a big hit? The home yeah. run to Pujols, the walk off to Pitsednik, the game winner to Jermaine Die. You think he'd learn his? Listen, Brad mm-hmm. Lidge got his world championship in 2008 with a perfect season. Okay, right, right. I'm happy for him. I'm so happy. I am so happy for him because he got his revenge. Against everyone mm-hmm. that that uh, that 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 put him down, yeah. But you see, it took three years for that for those memories to be erased. Mm-hmm. Number one, number two, he's participated in three World Series. God bless him. But again, never mind the Pujols home run. Why are you going to lay a fat fastball to a light hitting Scott Pudsetnik? And I love Pudsetnik. Mm-hmm. That he can extend his arms and really crank out of the ballpark. <laughs> My personal opinion, I really believe when it comes to closers, is I think there's just some of them that just they just wholeheartedly believe. My stuff is better than your bat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring it. Yep. You better come get it, big boy. And that's just the mentality they have. Yeah, and I think that was the mentality Lidge had until I think he had to learn. Oh, I got to finesse some of these batters too, yep. even as a closer. Yep, and he learned that in Philadelphia. He learned mm-hmm. that in Philadelphia because that's how he closed out the series in '08. If there right. was a pitcher, if there was a relief pitcher, a closer 
that I would not want to face, the first name that comes to mind for me is Dan Quisenberry. <laughs> if I was a right-handed batter with Dan Quisenberry on the hill, I would think every ball he would throw was about to hit me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, um, the closer I would not want to face would be Dan Quisenberry. Because when he dropped down sidearm, mm-hmm. it's coming at you. Would think it's coming at your eyes. Yeah, you're like I got to get out of the way. Nope, right over the mm-hmm. plate. Right over the plate. <laughs> Wonderful control. <laughs> he had absolute, beautiful, precise control. Yeah, he yeah. did. I mean, every time I would see him Good come into man. the, every time I would see him come into the game, I'm thinking, okay, game over. No one's hitting him. Mm-hmm. No one's hitting them. Yeah, good, yeah, good call on that one. Yeah. How about you? Mm-hmm. Who would you not want to face as a cl- uh, who, which closer would you not want to face? Now, when I was younger, it was Goose Gossage. Ah, there you go. When I was younger, did it look it like was he young. was throwing sidearm to you? Did it look like he was <sighs> coming a little bit sidearm? It did to me. I think he. I think he I, I, he definitely wasn't straight overhead. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he was a little side arm too. Yeah. yeah, I thought so. He had that big. He, he had that big leg kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he had that look like he was just all out of control. <laughs> Yet again, we're talking about a pitcher who is in the major. So of course, a major league pitcher mm-hmm. <laughs> has, has wonderful control, but mm-hmm. he looked like he was wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, until it came across the plate. When I was the younger, plate. it was him. Yeah, yeah. Until it came right across the plate, exactly. When I was younger, it was him. When I got older, the closer I did not want to face. You know, I, 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 I would like to say Rivera, not necessarily because he intimidated me, but just for the fact that. I just I would just would get the feeling that I wouldn't be able to land my bat on the on his on his pitch, but I would lean a little more toward Dan Eckersley because yeah because uh, another uh, well, another side armor mm-hmm. and it was it was like he it, it was it was it was like you had to with him time his pitches right and it was difficult to do that and if you did. Congratulations. Kirk but Gibson. But more often than not, yeah, Kirk Gibson, <laughs> game one, 1988 World Series. There you go. But they talk about a pitcher that got his got his revenge. He got his ring the next year, too. Yes, so, he did. Uh, you know, but yeah, he he didn't intimidate me like Goose Gossage did. But he, he was like, he was more like a Greg Maddox type. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, it's a chess match. And he was the one who would outthink you, even if you are a contact hitter or a power hitter. And every now and then he could sneak something a little, a little fast. I mean, he wasn't, you know, a hundred mile an hour guy. Mm-mm. He wasn't a flamethrower per se, but he had a little pop to his arm. But it was just the fact that he had the skills of a starter combined with the closer role because he was a starter for many years in yes. majors. And he just so happened to hop in the closer role and 
had a career that was awesome. And what scared me the most about him was I would be frustrated at the plate because I would think every time I know I can, I know I can hit this guy. I know I can get a hit on this guy, but would look like an absolute buffoon with three swings. <laughs> and don't let him throw that slider. Don't let him throw yes. that backdoor slider, especially th him throwing sidearm. Man, please. Mm -hmm. That's like Quisenberry's fork ball. Dancing all mm -hmm. over the place. You're like, oh, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take a shot of this. Nope. Yeah. Nope. You're you're, you're corkscrewing yourself into the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That, the, the the exact thought I had. It's like, ooh. I'm gonna take the biggest cut I can. Yep. And the next thing you know, I am yeah, I am lying prone on the ground and spun myself down to it, swinging so hard. <laughs> and the last closer I would not want to face is Mariano Rivera. Yeah. You know, you just do what John Crook did in the All Star game: put your helmet on backwards and just stand there. <laughs> and, and, and with him, you have to cross your fingers he throws four balls. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, 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 because it, what amazes what amazes to this day, what amazes me about him, that dude only had two pitches, two, and, and a little over, I think, over six hundred saves in his and, career. And later two on, and, and later on, only one. He yeah. just used he just danced that cutter. Mm-hmm. It was just straight cutter. Yeah, the latter part of his career was just straight cutter. Couldn't hit it. Couldn't I, hit it. I wouldn't be able to hit it. I wouldn't be able to and hit if it. You, and the strange thing is, if you did hit it, it would be weakly hit. And I'm like, doggone, no one really gets a good cut on this guy. Nope. Even when you when, even when you draw contact, you don't get a good, good, solid wood on the ball. He breaks your bat with that yeah. cutter. He breaks mm -hmm. your bat with that cutter. Coming up on a break, we got more stuff to, to talk about, including the NBA. Good God that <laughs> good god we we have to yeah I, 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 listen listen this is how the rest of the show is going to go we're going to talk nba for the second half of the first hour lee woodall will kick off hour two and then cole and i will resume our discussion back in a flash this is snowman in the morning courtesy of snowman digital media the sdm sports network full press coverage and sports carolina monthly this is mario andretti you know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. As a volunteer, you deliver a hot, nutritious meal and a friendly hello to someone just like your mother, grandfather, or next-door neighbor. These seniors are inspiring people with incredible stories to share, and they love to see you. The smiles you get back are priceless. Delivering with Meals on Wheels is easy, and you don't have to drive like me for it to be quick. You can volunteer your lunch break once a week or just once a month. With one in six seniors facing hunger and many more living in isolation, your lunch break can make a real difference. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council.
Are you tired of your persistent window issues? Fog inside the glass? Drafts? Are they difficult to open or close? If you have any of these problems, Renewal by Anderson can help. Renewal by Anderson is a replacement window division of Anderson Windows. For a limited time, buy one, get one 40% off. Plus, get 12 months special financing with no interest and no money down. Call 800-214-0296 now to schedule your free window diagnosis. Our windows are made with our exclusive Fibrex composite material. It's two times stronger than vinyl, won't warp or rot, and never requires painting. All backed by an industry-leading limited warranty that covers both product and installation. Call now to buy one, get one 40% off, and take advantage of our special 12 months financing offer with no interest and no money down. Call 800-214-0296. That's 800-214-0296 now. Renewal by Anderson, the better way to a better window. Offer ends June 30th. Not valid with other offers. Minimum purchase required. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for limited warranty details. Want a real kickstart to your mornings? Then tune in to the best sports show you ever heard. It's called Snowman of the Morning. Sports, life, culture, and a whole lot more. Tune in wherever you get your favorite stations and favorite shows. You'll be glad you did. Listen and imagine. It takes five seconds to send a text. And for those five seconds, you're driving blind. Life is worth more than a text. Stay alive. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. This is Snowman in the Morning. Holy on smoke! Where true sports talk lives. I like him. He's silly. Rolling right along here on this edition of Snowman in the Morning. Cole Johnson there, Snowman here. And all right, we got to get to it. And there's going to be a lot of laughs, folks. The NBA is in the bubble. Scrimmages start today. And, sir, I, I pose a question to you that I've posed to a few guests I've had on this show talking NBA. And it's pretty simple. How the hell are they going to pull this one off? <laughs> How in the vital blue, yellow-bellied, red-blooded hell are they going to pull this one off? I love this. Me too. I love this because the reason why I have this big, wide grin on my face is because of all the leagues when you put it on when you put it on the big whiteboard in the sky in terms of the comedy of errors that these sports pro, uh, professional sports leagues are doing in playing the National Basketball Association is the one that seems to be the head of the class <laughs> The concept is fine. I, I get, I get the bubble. That's great. They, they have this, they, they have this antiseptic and, and and sterilized place where the athletes can play and the people who prepare them can 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 do their job without fear of having a, a 
a viral spread. <laughs> Admirable. <laughs> but you place the bubble in Central Florida. Now, now, those of you who are Floridians, I'm not downing you because I got friends who live in Florida. I'm not downing you. Wonderful state. Visited there many times. Love it. Visited many different areas of Florida. Love it. Mm-hmm. And I personally would not put anything in Florida in the middle of July just because of weather concerns. But yep. that's me. Because, <laughs> I mean, July in Florida, I mean, if, if you have it ain't pretty with humidity, no. If you have issues with humidity in the in the in the month of March, what makes you think July will be even any better? It would be a whole lot worse. But I digress. <laughs> you put this facility in Central Florida, and Central Florida is part of the state where it's wonderful. You have Orlando that's near Kissimmee, and Kissimmee's the home of Disney World. And Orlando also has the uh, Universal Universal Studios theme park, too. So it's a family-friendly area. I get that. It's wonderful. Problem is, the players couldn't take the fans with. So you put these players in a family-friendly area, and you can't bring family. Why'd you have this bubble there? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it doesn't make sense to the point where you had you had Mr. Step Back travel. I mean, <laughs> Step Back three himself, <laughs> James Harden, say to Adam Silver. You have you have, you have James Harden say to Adam Silver, uh, say say say, ma'am. Uh, how about can you get some holes here? I, I want to make it rain in the club. Make it rain the club in the bubble. Can you do that for a bubble? <laughs> you do oh, it. It, it, folks, I'll say it again. You can't make this up. Can't make this stuff up. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I wish I was being funny and now I'm <laughs> like, Oh, you ain't supposed to ask that. I can't. You cannot make oh, this. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what I love, the reason of it, I love even better. You know, it helps me play better when I can be in a strip club. Okay. <laughs> Folks, he actually said this to Adam Silver. <laughs> he actually said so, this. <laughs> So if you get why we both say comedy of errors, it's stuff like this we see. And it's like, okay, uh, people ain't taking this seriously. Nope. Even the players aren't. Nope. So, okay, family-friendly area. You know, Central Florida's fine, but players can't bring their families. Mm-hmm. And then we are in a state where as recently as last week, today is the 23rd, I'm talking about as recently as the 16th and 17th. (laughs) As recently as the 16th and 17th, that state, along with Texas and Arizona, were deemed the hottest of hotbeds in terms of new coronavirus cases, not in the country, not in the hemisphere, not in the continent, the entire world. Yep. So you have the NBA have this sterilized bubble 
at the home of one of the three hottest hotbeds yep. of COVID-19 breakout cases on the entire planet. Oh, tip-off is one week from today. Have fun, boys. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> when the shutdown happened, what was the first thing I said? Put a pin in it, put an asterisk next with it. Everybody get well, get ready for October. But no. That makes too much sense. <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? I'm so sorry. That was, that was supposed to be in the head. That was supposed to be a silent thought. My bad, brother. <laughs> I'll say it again, and I'd love to hear that thought out loud again. I'll say it again. When this happened, and and I was at, I was at work when the when the announcement came down. My <laughs> wife looked at me, and I looked at her, and she said, "Do you think they'll start again?" I said to her, and I said <laughs> on this program, the NBA should shut it down, put an asterisk <laughs> next to the season. Like Major League Baseball did in 1994. Yep. Everybody get well. We deal mm -hmm. with this pandemic. Get a vaccine yep. first. Ding. And then restart with a new season. Now, that would piss a lot of bronze sexuals off. And we're going to go there Bigly. in more detail <laughs> during the second half of the show. Oh, After good. I have, yeah, oh, you think I'd leave that off the table? Let's just wet, <laughs> we're just going to wet their appetites here for the remaining part of this hour. Hour two, after I have Lee Wood all on, look, the bronze sexuals ain't going to be pleased with us, okay? Now, I good, said, good. in terms of safety, in terms of safety, put a pin in it, put an asterisk next with it, close it down, everybody resets. Yep. Mm -hmm. And come back for October 2020 for the 2020 21 mm -hmm. season. Not to yes. mention the Splash Brothers will be healthy again. Oops, did I say that? Yes, you did. Did, did, I, say, did, I, did I say that aloud that the Splash Brothers will. Okay. Yes, leave that there. Leave, leave that thought mm -hmm. there. I'll complete it in a little bit. Okay. But that would piss a lot of bronze sexuals off. Because it made too much sense. Mm hmm. Yeah. And. But what was the. What was the sense you said? Get a vaccine first? Oh, yeah, I did. I, I said that. <laughs> I said that aloud several hundred times. Mm -hmm. Several hundred times. Oh, you! Oh, but you're saying that because you don't like sports, no? <laughs> <laughs> you're saying it because you don't like sports, Cole. <laughs> no, idiot. We're saying it because we want to have people healthy performing all these wonderful athletic feats. Yes. I don't, I mean, it has nothing to do with I don't want to see sports. I want to see sports as 
as badly as the next person. I know Brian shares in that with you. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But to do it in, but to do it with the specter of health concerns are on the horizon. I don't care how sterilized the environment you you can make it be. No. Uh-uh. All it takes is one. You said it. All no, it takes. That's, that's all it. All it took was one, and, and it, all it took was one, and it shut down all the sports industry. Didn't he shut down just basketball? Every sport got shut down. Every, Every sport competitive got sport got shut down. Yes. Within 48 when hours. Bear had his pot, yeah, when he had his positive uh, COVID-19 uh, result, all the sports shut down. Everything. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's the one thing I'm disliking about all of this. It's, it's that the, 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 the sentiment from fandom is, <laughs> I just want my escapism back. You know, NBA fans. And you can loop in NHL fan and MLB fan and NFL fan too. I want my sports back because I want to have a more sense of normalcy in my life. This cabin fever sucks. Look, I get it. Mm-hmm. I want I want to have a more a more normalized life too. Yes, but I do not want to have a normalized life at the expense of other people's health and safety. Right. It just does not make sense at all. It doesn't. And to be, and to be more cautious than, than most people think, the NBA should be. That's why I, and I know that's why my man uh, Brian agrees with me when I say it. That just makes too much sense. It's too much. And you're exactly right. You're exactly right. They should, the NBA should have led the lead. It should have led the sports professional leagues and say this season is a wash we're mm-hmm. picking it back up in october yeah and, and 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 if and if the specter of this virus still is lingering in october we may push it back further yep and yep. that is what should have been said in april that should have been but said the night it shut stuff. down that should well, have been said that that should have been said a week after it shut down the only reason why I say it wasn't, well, I agree with you, but the only reason why I say it was not going to be was they didn't really know what was at hand yet. All right. Mid-March. Give you that. They didn't, yeah, they didn't know what was at hand then. By the time we got to early April, they pretty much knew, okay, mm-hmm. this is going to be something that, this is going to stay around a while. Now, they thought a while was going to be a month or two, but because of some people not knowing what to do and not know, not understanding what six feet means and and <laughs> wanting to have profit over life. <laughs> it's not one. We're now in month number five, and we are still quarantined. Mm-hmm. And month number six is about to happen, too. So, uh, mm. sorry. This should not happen. No, it shouldn't. <laughs> you can make you can make that bubble as sterilized as possible. You can you can you can suck everything else out but the oxygen in that bubble. Mm-hmm. You won't get it clean enough. You won't get it. You won't get it sanitized enough for it to be safe. Um, it just isn't going to happen because we're going to get a. Uh, and I'm not saying this because I want to see it. And I'm not saying this because I'm rooting to see it, because I don't want to see it. Right. 
it's a case of when, when we're going to get the next NBA player in the bubble next, because we already had it already. Yep. The next NBA player, mm-hmm. because Michael Beasley was in the bubble and he contracted the coronavirus. It's, it, it will be a matter of when the next player gets in. And the next, and the next, and the next. After that. So th- that's why I think this is just, it, it's, it's, a, it's a futile exercise. It's it is. It's an absolute futile exercise. And it's upsetting to me because, like I was saying with Major League Baseball, I say the same thing with, uh, with NBA. It's as if when they think, okay, well, we're going we're gonna to roll the ball at center court. We're going to tip off. It's as if brain matter just does not exist. It, it went dead. <sighs> it went dead. It went dead. <laughs> Gosh, man. It went dead. And it, and look, if I'm wrong, please call me on it, sir. Please, but, uh, please. I, I, I would <laughs> hope to be wrong. I would hope okay. to be wrong. Okay? I wouldn't mind people saying, hey, Snowman, you were wrong. Cool. I wouldn't mind that either. I yeah. can live with Bring that. I can too. I can live with that. But given what we've seen and given what we've heard, James Harden. Full. <laughs> I don't think we're going to be wrong. That's what sucks. I don't think we're if going I to be wrong. To be pro- I don't think we're going to be wrong either. But if I want something to, if I wanted something that I would be proven wrong about, this, this would, be, would it. be it. This would be it. Because if I'm proven wrong, then that means we get to see sports and it's healthy and everybody's going to be healthy and we get to see good product and I don't have to worry about the specter of COVID-19 hitting any, any athlete. And we get I to want s- that. And we get to see fans in the stands. And we get to see fans in the stands. And we get to I see fans that. in the stands. I want that so badly. I would love for this. I would love to be wrong about all of this. And I know you echo the same sentiment. I would love to be yeah. wrong about all of this. Yeah. I'd love to be wrong about all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. I don't think we are. No. And that's what's and, and that's I what's frightening. Yeah. I mean, if you got college football planning only conference games. And even then, mm-hmm. I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll happen. I hope it does, because I, I, I need that escape better than anybody. Because I love covering college sports. I love covering college sports. But staying on course with the NBA, all it's going to take is one, and I think it's going to happen before the playoffs even begin. Yeah, I just have this feeling it's going to happen before the playoffs even start. Mm-hmm. And the stupid yeah, thing about it, and the stupid thing about it is, it's just like the NFL; they're trying to force the issue. The stupid thing about it is that they're trying to force the issue. I got a problem with that. Yeah, I do too. And I think we're going to be seeing a lot of forcing issues. A lot of people arguing for, well, yeah, even though this person has it, mm-hmm. the whole league doesn't. Yeah. And that's exactly and the argument. That's arguments. exactly the argument they're going to make. That's exactly mm-hmm. the argument they're going to make. 
yeah. That's what leaves the bad taste in my mouth. Mine also. Mine also. That leaves a horrible taste in my mouth. And it's going to be issues that are going to be forced and continue and continue to be forced. NFL, your move. NHL, your move. Although NHL, I think, got it right. I think the NHL got it right with two hub cities, not just one. Toronto and Edmonton will house the NHL. I think the NHL got it right. Not only did they get it right, I think they got it right with the city if they collected too. Yep. Yep. I mean, how how can you go wrong with the NHL? How can you go wrong with the Toronto and Edmonton? And for my buddy Rod Peterson, the CFL is in peril. The Canadian Football League is in major peril, mm-hmm. not just because of COVID, but because of finances. Finances, yeah. So, again, it goes back to what we talked about with all the other major leagues. Money. Mm-hmm. Money. Yeah, that's, that's that's the driving force. That's the reason why we're seeing push for the NBA, NLB, and, 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 the NBA, and NFL to go back on the field, court, or diamond. They got to see money. Yeah, they got to see a the profit. the loss of it them and mm-hmm. they're scared they're, they're scared to lose their revenue yeah they are I mean, I mean they're scared to lose the revenue of not having fans in the stands in the first place but to have the further loss of money by not even having games yeah <laughs> that's where the that's where the big time issue happens for them and I said that, like I said there's a second part to this folks there's a second part to this and the bronze sexuals are not going to be happy with us. We're at the tail end of hour one. Lee Woodall will come on to kick off hour two. And then Cole and I will be back to discuss why the bronze sexuals won't be happy with what we're going to say. As far as the continuation of the NBA is concerned. Stick around. Lee Woodall is next. You're listening to Snowman in the Morning on FPC Radio, SDM Sports Network, Sports Carolina Monthly, and on TuneIn, distributed by Snowman Digital Media.